Hello, everybody. I want to welcome you back to Talking Softball with Coach B. It's been a great summer, as always. Lots of great softball action on the field. A lot of great experiences with the players, the coaches, the families. It's always great to be able to get out and really experience the game with my team, but also with coaches and other teams in our organization. So I think it's, it's again, been a very successful summer. It's amazing that it's already winding down and we're starting to make plans for uh, fall tryouts and getting ready to go into the fall season. I do challenge everybody to take a little bit of time off. Yep, we gotta have tryouts, we gotta do that, we gotta get ready. But once tryouts are done and teams are set, Boy, I hope everybody just doesn't jump back out on the field and get right back into it because I feel like we're playing this game year-round right now. And, you know, I spoke last time about playing through the heat. And I just, I see players that get so physically and mentally run down that they don't get recovery time. And I think that it's critical for those players and coaches and everybody involved to get away and get some recovery time before we jump right back into the fall season. And you know, sometimes I think that the Northern athletes and coaches have a little bit of an advantage because there's a time of the year that they just can't play. And they're actually inside training and working on their skills and letting their bodies recover. Whereas here in the South, we feel like we have to play our season all the way from June to August, and then we jump right back on the field and start playing in September. And, you know, we play until, play till just before Christmas, and then our younger teams are back out there playing again right away in February. Uh, I think there's some downtime that needs to be had. So that's, that's my first point today is, you know, I hope that everybody had a great experience this summer. But I also hope that everybody gets a chance to rest and recover before we jump right back into the fall season. So what I'd like to talk about mainly today, I had this conversation with my team not long ago. And my assistant coach brought it up first, and I thought he made some really good points. And one of the first points he made was he said, this is a game and softball will not define you and I thought that that was a good statement to a point because it is a game and as a game it does not define us yes there's a winner there's a loser but in reality that does not define who we are but as a game it will help us reveal traits about ourselves. And I think that the effort and the amount of time and work we put into the game will define us. Follow me with this. Winning and losing doesn't define us. But how much work do we really put into preparing for that competition? And when we're in that competition, what level of work, intensity, effort do we put into the game? 
And that's what will define us as a person, okay? Our work ethic, our commitment, you know, our ability to be a good teammate, right? Just, there's so much that goes into it. Leadership skills, followership skills. There are so many skills that go into the game that actually do define us as individuals. The score on the scoreboard, no, it won't define us. It defines us for that period of time, but we can't change that. But we do have an opportunity to improve our skills in the game and in life. So that's what I want to talk about. You know, number one, it's preparation and work ethic, right? I truly believe the players that ultimately end up succeeding and moving forward and really getting the best experience out of athletics are the players that put the most into it. You know, there are some athletes that are just blessed. They can just go out and play. They don't have to put the extra work in and they can just go out and do that. But that number is very few. But I'm talking about the work ethic and the preparation that we do leading up to the competition, leading up to the weekend and then our game day preparation. What do we do the night before? How do we mentally prepare for the game the night before? How do we hydrate? How do we fuel our body? How do we get enough rest the night before? And then when we wake up, how do we begin our mental and physical preparation for game day? Because that's before we ever get to the ballpark. And that's critical. The work we put in there, that's critical. Because then when we get to the ballpark, we're going to have about 60 or 90 minutes to prepare to compete. And if we just wait for those 60 or 90 minutes to prepare, we're probably not going to have our best day. And definitely if we do not dial in and have focus during that 60 and 90 minutes of preparation, we have a very small opportunity for success when the game starts. So when it comes to work ethic and preparation, I'm just not talking about game day. I'm talking about what do we do leading up to that game or leading up to that day. And then on game day, how do we prepare? And then, when it is time for the first pitch, are we ready, right? Again, you've heard me use this analogy before. It's no different than taking an exam in the classroom. If I study and prepare all week long leading up to that exam, I give myself a pretty good opportunity for success. But when I go in to take that exam, I still have to have the right mindset and be prepared to answer the questions that are in front of me because I don't know the questions. Right? I don't know what the questions are going to be, but I have to be prepared and have a well-rounded plan for success on that exam. Well, it's no different playing a game. I prepare the week leading up to it. I use my pregame to get ready. And then I have to have a plan for success for that game because I don't know what's going to happen. If I'm hitting, I don't know what pitches the pitcher's throwing. If I'm on defense, I don't know when the ball's going to be hit to me. 
I don't know, but I have to be prepared. And with that preparation, I have to accept the fact that failure could be a part of that. And I think one of the biggest areas that our players lack in preparation for is being prepared to fail. How do we recover from failure? Do we take ownership of our failures and say, I failed because of this, these are the adjustments I need to make? Or do I fail because it was the umpire strike zone, or the field wasn't drug and the ball took a bad hop, or the sun was in my eyes, or it was my teammate's fault because she threw the ball too hard? Do I cast blame on things that I don't have control of, my uncontrollables, or do I really look at my controllables and say, this is why I failed? This is the reason I did not have success. Because if I do that, then I can make adjustments to my plan and adjustments to my preparation leading up to the next time. But if I'm that player that just continually points somewhere else at fault, well then I'm not going to change anything about how I prepare or how I perform because it wasn't my fault. It was too hot. The sun was in my eyes. Coach yelled at me. I didn't know I was going to play that position. Those are excuses. And all excuses do are take away from our plan. And I think that the biggest challenge for our players today is just learning how to fail. And it's okay to fail. It's okay to fail. And it's okay to be pointed out when you fail. It does not mean the world is ended. Does that mean coach doesn't like you? Does that mean you're not a good player? You failed. And how are you going to recover from failure? How are you going to self-evaluate and look at it and say, yes, that was on me. That was my responsibility. This was my lack of preparation or lack of execution, and I have to be better at that the next time. Okay? That's, and that's just part of it. You know, on the flip side, when players have success, why did you have success? Right? We should always be self-evaluating based on just the fact that we played in the game. Right? Did I have success against the level of competition I was playing against? If I did, then I had really good preparation leading up to that. I had a really good plan going into that game. I need to make sure that I repeat that and I need to make sure that I do the same things. Because... This is a game of repetition. We understand the next time situations may be different. If I went three for three at the plate against a pitcher in one game for one team, well, I'm going to see a different pitcher in the next game. So I'm going to use a similar plan, but I still have to make adjustments. But I'm seeing way too many players that are just coming up with excuses. You know, I've heard this, you know, and I always used to tell my players when I was a college coach, 
how to handle this. You know, I have players coming up to me and say, Coach, what do I need to do to get more playing time? Okay, we can talk about it. What are you doing better than the person that's on the field in front of you? Or what is that person doing better than you that they're out there? We need to answer that, right? Those two questions need to be answered. And then we have to look at it and say, you know, I always used to tell players, hey, I'll give you a lineup card. And if you want your name to be on the lineup card, that's fine. But whose name is not going to be on the lineup card? And why should your name be on the lineup card and not that player's name? Okay? Because then you create accountability. So then if your name is on the lineup card and you are on the field and you are given an opportunity to play, then you know you're going to be held accountable based on that conversation we had. Right? Because it's all about accountability. I hear it all the time. Oh, coach, you just play favorites. You just play your favorites, put them out there, blah, blah, blah. Not about favorites. It's the lineup that I feel gives me the best opportunity to be successful in that given situation. And if I need to make an adjustment to that lineup the next time, then I will. But I think that we have to understand, just like I started with talking about failure, if you don't handle failure well, then it's tough to be on the lineup card on a continual basis. Because if you don't handle failure well, your performance is going to peak and valley a lot. So I think that the two go hand in hand, right? If you want to have more opportunities, you have to accept the accountability that comes with the opportunities and you have to understand how to self-evaluate and take ownership of your success and your failures and adjust your plans accordingly. I think that's critical for players and coaches. I think we need to encourage that and educate how to do that, right? And then the last thing I'm gonna talk about today, just the last little tidbit is, players be great teammates. And it's frustrating. It's frustrating when players aren't good teammates to each other. When you start a game and you put a starting lineup on the field and you look in the dugout and there's five or six players sitting there and they're just not paying attention and don't really care and don't have any energy about the game because their name is not on the lineup card. Well, there's still an opportunity for them to be a great teammate and support those players that are on the field. Right? There's that opportunity. Be a great teammate, right? Player makes a mistake. Belittle and berate? No. Support and encourage. Hey, tough break. Get it next time. You're all right. Pick your head up. All right? It's okay. That's not being a good teammate. Because it's not okay to fail. We don't have to beat somebody up over it. But we could say, hey, tough break. Hey, keep your head up. Come on, we're going to need you next time. Come on, let's go. Right? Huh. I don't understand why she's, not, why she's out on the field. She makes those kind of mistakes all the time. It's not a good teammate. 
right? When we belittle and berate to people behind their backs or to their face, that's just being a poor teammate. That's selfishness, right? That's expecting or hoping that someone fails so then I will get an opportunity to replace them. Well, that's selfish because this is a team sport. We should all be encouraging and supporting and playing toward the common goal for the team to be successful. And when the team fails, we take ownership for the failure. When the team wins, we celebrate in success the victory. Everybody. Okay? So... Just a couple more tidbits. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you in on some information here moving forward as we move into the fall. I'm excited about what we're gonna be doing with talking softball with Coach B. I've been talking with other top coaches and organizational directors around the state and other top key individuals in the game of softball. And we're gonna we're gonna bring in the occasional guest either in person or over a call where we can really talk softball and get more perspective from around the game. Because the ultimate goal of talking softball with Coach B is to provide a resource to assist coaches, players, parents for success in the game of softball. We share experiences, we share our ideas, we give insight. And and ultimately, all of that information is provided so that someone out there may pick up a tidbit here or there that gives them an opportunity to have a better experience in the game. So I'm looking forward to having some of my colleagues join us. We're going to continue to grow and expand with Talking Softball with Coach B. And I think the fall is going to be a very exciting time. And I really look forward to continuing to have this time to share with you. So I thank you for your time today. And as always, I want you to have the best experiences you can have on the field and in the great game of softball. And this has been Talking Softball with Coach B. Well, that's it for today. I want to thank everyone for listening. And I hope you're enjoying Talking Softball with Coach B. Ask you to subscribe through your local podcast provider. You can also follow us on facebook.com slash talking softball. Gives you an opportunity to provide feedback and also provide any questions that you might want us to answer on an upcoming episode. This has been Talking Softball with Coach B, and I want to thank you for listening, and I hope everybody has a great day.